Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 665 65 for the week of February 18th, 2023. I'm your host, Chris Privetier. I have to give you a succinct summary of our podcast in this intro. Um, we asked ChatGPT for help this morning. So, uh, this is a show about RPGs. We cover the video game RPGs. Their news, reviews, stuff like that. Joining me today are two peoples. One, Jason Ariola. I've moved up in the world. I'm a peoples. You're a peoples. Two, Severin Fuller. Wait, Alex Fuller. You've been so long, I forgot your name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As an alien pretending to be a captain, to be a person, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this will make no sense to the podcast listeners, but I love it. That's how we like it. We had, we had some pre-show antics this morning, but we can't talk about those. We have to be concise. The cat in the chat told me. So, uh, what have you been playing, Alex Severn Fuller? Se- Why do I keep doing this? <sighs> mostly, yeah, mostly because I haven't been here in ages. Yeah, but like, what have you been playing, cat pretending to be a person who's actually an alien? Uh, for most of the last month, I've been trying to get through Fire Emblem and Engage. And I'm almost there, I think. I think I've got like probably a couple of battles left. I hope. <laughs> I'm very much ready to be done it's with it. It's very long. It's not as long as it might be, but it's sort of it's good at sort of just trapping you into thinking you need to go and do more battles. When you probably don't. I'm so over leveled on hard. Yeah. Yeah, I think I found the I think I found the point where I sort of just got to a decent enough level that I can just blast through the rest without being too over level, but just still get through it without too much trouble. Here's my problem with this game is they have all these systems that have currency that takes forever to obtain enough to actually interact with these systems. And that's what's making me spend all this time doing other things. So like I can't yeah. ever earn enough SP to learn the skills I want and try out the builds I want on my characters. I can't get enough gold to do the donations and stuff to try that stuff out. Or full, I can't get enough materials to fully refine weapons to see what would be kind of good weapon combos. And I can't get any of those little orbs that upgrade the emblem weapons. So it's like, oh my gosh, what are all these systems for if I can't use them? I can't engage with them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the problem is you don't actually need them for much of the game. Why are they there? You only need it if you're playing on the hardcore and you're doing it to multiple playthroughs. If if you're on the hardcore, you can't, you you have even fewer Madden difficulty or whatever. Yeah, if you're (laughs) on Maddening, though, you have even fewer opportunities to grind for any of those materials. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a new game plus that makes it useful, but even then, it's still most of the systems you've. After a certain point, you can just learn that they're not actually adding anything to it. The one it's that weird. The one that annoyed me, which they have actually now fixed, is just trying to get supports up. Because that was that they fixed. What was broken about it? Well, that it's bath, getting supports just through battles takes ages. Yeah, but they've added those new. Um, oh, was that part of the patch? 
that was one of the patches where they added. I the thought new, it was uh, just part of the story unlocks. Okay, no, that's, that seems that seems to be a patch thing. All right, so, and that makes it that makes it a lot easier to actually just. Yeah. So now on your little your little home island, um, you can send people horseback riding together and picking yeah, apples together and stuff. The activities you get to do <laughs> in between every battle, which even more busy work at the Somniel. That's just what I wanted. <laughs> well, that's busy work that actually sort of. Act- gives you something useful for the I end know. of it the rest of it is just kind of well, i okay, hate I've, running around everywhere trying to do check I've off the list it gets so yeah. repetitive i have so much fruit <laughs> <laughs> i can't be bothered to feed it all to Sommy. <laughs> i love giving people horse poop <laughs> <laughs> why would you give me this <laughs> It's like, is something wrong with you? <laughs> like when they when they're like, Are you okay? Do you need a doctor? <laughs> it's like, nope, you get pooped today. Apparently the divine dragon got his head hit a little too hard. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a fun it's been a fun game, but it just feels like it's it sprawls too much and just needed more f- focusing. Again, because it just throws so much at you and most of it doesn't isn't needed at all. It also feels like the cast is bigger than it needs to be. Well, I mean, that's a Fire I, I mean, Emblem I, thing, right? Yeah, I get, I get why it needs to do it, just especially. It's, but nobody lets their characters die anymore, so yeah. why bother? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, it just means you end up with a load of characters, yeah. and none of them really gets gets enough time to actually. And you, shine. then you have to and, figure out which ones are actually worth leveling, and oh, yeah. gosh, it's annoying because. The cast is actually pretty enjoyable in this game. It's just none of them get any chance to do much. I'm wondering, like, at some point, should they kind of randomize who you get during a run? And be like, here's who you get this run. And, like, you get to level them up and, and enjoy them. And maybe next run you'll get some different people. That could be interesting. Uh, obviously, the core cast would need to be there either yeah, way, I mean, but you, still. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, even then, like, half of the cast doesn't actually impact us the way they just turn up on our... More than half. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, just the retainers of the uh, important people. You can tell if somebody is no longer important to the story if they die and they don't just escape. They just die. Yeah. <laughs> person is not needed for future cutscenes. This person will not be in any further <laughs> cutscenes. <laughs> I would kind of love if they left them, like, you know, the area that they're supposed to be there and everybody just like, looks awkwardly at them in silence. And then turns away. Like, <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if Mike was still here? <laughs> I feel like they would have said something. I've seen some lines about that after battle. Like before, I would reset a save. Sometimes I'd be like, talk to Flan after the other one died, and like, oh, they're not with us anymore. But if they were, they'd think blah blah blah. <laughs> but those are like the post. Those are the post. Um, what do they call it? The post match rounds. They don't really count. Yeah, so everything I'm reading so. says there's no fu- new game plus, but I don't know if I believe it. Okay. Does not currently. No, see, have, they might add in a patch. Who knows? Yeah, it has to be. Oh. I I did buy the DLC though because um, you know I've been playing the game like a lot, and um, they've shown that they're going to release it at a reasonable pace. I mean, they're already on wave two of the DLC. Unlike you know Xenoblade. Where yeah, that was the comparison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still waiting for wave four, wave three even. 
Yeah, well, I think that was similar with Xenoblade 2 as well. I think Sure, yeah. It's, just, out. it's so long. And, like, that's the way that we say we want DLC to work, but, like, I don't want it to be pre-purchased then. I don't want it to be part of these passes yeah. that you're buying on day one if you're then going to make us wait a year. Like, just release it later and then sell it. Like, hey, remember that game you love? Here's some DLC. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that stuff works better than a bundle if you're going to chip it out like that yeah and if nothing else we all know xenoblade games need more content yeah they're so light on content i mean come on yeah i i basically decided i i can't imagine i will care about this dlc then again like the last dlc apparently was really good for the last game so uh, we'll find out well it was yeah it was basically a whole game yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) and this one's Weird. This one's weird because it look it's definitely the bigger connection between the whole series. So, yeah, I I I need to know more about what they're doing with it. Like, where does it fit in? What are you doing? Because oh, it yeah, could I be wish really cool. That because then I'm gonna feel obligated to like, well, I need to actually finish the first one now and then the second one. So I'm no, in on this. What's no, going you're good. On? <laughs> yeah, there's a video. You watch the video. You're good to go. <laughs> Because honestly, you'll need to watch the video anyway, because you will have forgotten half of it by the time you get done. Fair (laughs) point. The only thing I really remember about the first Xenoblade is, it's rhyme time! There's there's science and things and half a dude, and then another half of a dude and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Now you're done. (laughs) Okay. Xenoblade 2 was only 120 hours long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. A little little Uh, start for content on those things. So there's Fire Emblem. Let's put that to bed. What do you got? Le- what else you got, Alex? Um, I've started up. Uh, oh, I can never remember how to pronounce it. Fiat Rhythm. Sure. What's going with that? Final by line. Yeah, the, the the new one. Although this is actually the first one I've played. So, I mean, it, it's a rhythm game. It's Final Fantasy music. Good stuff. There's a lot of Final Fantasy music. To be fair to it, I think it's a lot of. Yeah. Yeah, it's 380 in the base edition, and then a bunch more DLC stuff. Although. A lot of the DLC stuff is more of the some of the fu- fun tracks. So yeah, they know. They know. Oh yeah, uh, it's got an interesting system. So there's the ma- its main mode basically sees you play through really condensed sort of games at times. So that will give you like each game is divided into a section. You unlock them a game at a time and then work through. Sort of the, the music in the vague order of that game that it has, and that's basically that's basically your main unlocking process for all of the base base tracks, all of the DX stuff. You can sort of, sort of the um, digital deluxe edition and stuff that sort of gets unlocked as you play it. And so it's the, the control. I'm playing on PS4, but I think the controls are the same on all systems. But it's basically all button presses or analog stick movement so it's got the four bars but those are only used for sort of dividing it between multiplayer i think generally or showing when you have to press two buttons at once but i mean generally it's it's weird because there's not too much to the game itself it's all just it's basically just a rhythm game and you're enjoying enjoying everything to it you've got a good selection of difficulty modes so the normal mode is easy just to get to grips with a nice relaxing experience and it gets a lot more complicated as you add add more stuff you're on un- you're unlocking more characters and things to play and they've got their own skills 
and they're they're doing battles, but it's basically a related to how well you do as to what you what happens in that battle. Yeah, I mean, if you like Final Fantasy music, you'll very much like it from Final Bar Line. It's not I feel much. like there are a lot of music video games out lately. So we got this one. We got Hi-Fi Rush that just hit. Um, very a different t- style game. That's an action game, but music focused. And um, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, so Alex, um, as far as like the music goes, is um, do you get like a bunch of different rearrangements of the same songs, or um, I'm sure there's like quite the catalog of stuff for them to pull all from. But are these like the original yeah. versions from the original consoles they're on, or are they um... all the ones I've seen seem to be basically the original versions? Okay. So there's a there's a few I think there's a few sort of live versions and things like that. There's a couple of tracks I think the there's a Final Fantasy X two track where I think it you generally uses the Japanese version rather than English version if they're if they're available. Mm-hmm. So I think the English one the Japanese ones get the priority when there's a pick. So you, you, there's two general two general sort of systems. So you've got the usual four bar way of playing things and then there's the two there's, there's the sort of environmental one way sort of walking towards the destination and you've got some slightly different different notes so you can see the ones where you've got, got to slide the um, slide the note and that's basically done by just pushing the analog stick up or down while you hold on to the note so there's a couple, couple of variants and you get the you get the full motion video ones as well which sort of just rotate the the bars on, on, on 90 degrees, so they're sort of going down off and to the side. Well, I just saw in the video or in the trailer here that uh, we've got going on on the stream that uh, Crazy Chocobo's in there, so I might be in on this just because of how ridiculous that song is. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you've got you've got a massive selection of them. It's all the Final Fantasy main ones, and there's a good selection of weird ones, sort of environmental music, battle music, all, all of that's going on there, yeah. I believe they've got the um, they've got the dance for the uh, Final Fantasy XIV song that they did at the Fan Fest as well in there somewhere. Oh. But that might be on that might be on the DX edition, but yeah, I think a long fall I think is the song. But yeah, the one with the meme dance. Hmm. I should probably get this. <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing. Oh, yeah. Let them. Yeah. Yeah, between you it's talking a, about it and just watching this thing, I'm like, yeah, I should get at this. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. The main danger I'm going to see from this is desire to play more Final, Final Fantasy games again. Oh, no. I don't need to do. But... Yeah, no. <laughs> you don't have time. <laughs> no. All right. Thank you. Alex, what have you been playing, Jason? Well, um, I was playing Fire Emblem Engage for a little bit more this week, and then I realized I made the jump from Tactics Ogre Reborn to Fire Emblem Engage, and that probably isn't doing Fire Emblem much favors as far as that goes. Um, so I think I'm going to shelf it or yeah, I decided I'm going to shelf it for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine actually, uh, liking that to, uh, uh, this is like going from Nick caves, the boatman's call to an alien ant farm album with no break between them. Going from tactics ogre to a uh, fire. Okay. Emblem, so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's an analogy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm going to pretend to know what that analogy means, oh, even okay. though I don't. <laughs> It's very somber. Um, Alien kind of, Ant Farm is the one that did the really bad remix of Annie. Are you okay? You yeah. know what? I have heard many people like that one. <laughs> so I, it's 
it is what it is. I it, don't know. It, yeah, yeah. It, it's not for me. But it reminds me of the good version of the song. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's something I suppose. Uh, so I decided to shelf that and go with something equally ridiculous, but at least it's a different genre of game. Um, well, sort of different genre of RPG anyway, and that's a uh, Star Ocean Divine Force because God, it looked cheesy as shit. Isn't and, this the um, one with the character everyone hates, or is this a newer one? Isn't that all of them? Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I I can't argue that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I started off. I, I only played it for about an hour last night uh, before I had to kind of go work. But um, the you get the choice between the uh, the princess that's sort of like the uh, let's just say country. Yeah, her that's throwing the sword right there. Um, the mm-hmm. country bumpkin, basically, um, or Ray, the uh, guy who's actually aware of like all of the uh, whole uh, space travel and everything because he uh, crash lands on this backwards planet, I suppose. He is the most ridiculously stupid guy i think i've ever come across in an rpg um, hey, he drinks coffee don't you don't you bag on him oh well, i mean you can drink i coffee, never get so to see rpg characters drink coffee <laughs> yeah it's um it's ridiculous i i normally would go with the japanese voice acting on this but oh boy um the english is let's just say a different kind of treat and i'm kind of enjoying it <laughs> is it really bad in a fun way yes I oh would say no so. oh no yeah it's pretty great oh no yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's it's weird because it kind of does harken back to like older days of, uh, you know, voice acting in video games, but it's not as, I guess, terrible. It doesn't sound like they pulled the janitor in the hallway to read some lines and he ends up being the main character, basically. Like this, this it's like these are clearly trained professionals and are pretty good at it, but I think they're almost having to kind of not take themselves too too seriously because of the dialogue all i know is this review i've got up of it from uh-huh. ign had the bumper that said star-studded cast as though they're talking about the voice actors in a good way well so I mean, you know i don't know what's going on but i gotta hear some of this later after the show's done to, to decide really, yeah that, that right there um in the, in the stream there's a part um you know obviously for the listeners you can't see, see it but there's a part where um one of the uh, the retainer for the princess is sitting there yelling at a phone because he doesn't know what it is mm-hmm. saying show yourself <laughs> yeah all right no that's that's they, what you should do yeah 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 it's pretty funny it's like i said there's just this the dialogue in this is kind of ridiculous and the combat's pretty good um you know it's an action rpg with the so the real question get, is it better than mm-hmm. forspoken's dub i mm, boy you know what? I'm is that unfair say, since Forspoken's issue is the dialogue, not the voice acting? Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. I think that's the issue here as well, to be fair. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the cast list. It is the, the fairly usual group that does a bunch of anime and stuff on the, um, yeah, based based in the US. So, yeah, you've got Erica Lindbergh, Erica Mendez, etc. And they're all, they're all yeah, very talented voice actors, but I just don't think there's much for them to do anything with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Shakespeare in the Park, this is not. So this is another one of those, or if you listen to it on Japanese, it'll sound like it's good acting just because you can't understand the bad script. Yeah, for sure. Got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, this guy yells better in Japanese, so clearly this is a more talented so, voice cast. And oh, I'm Japanese missing. voice actors are so good at yelling. Yeah, they are. I, I, I cannot say, <laughs> I cannot disagree with you on that one. It's like a, it's a, just a, a skill that is well praised and honed and cherished, it seems. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to digging onto this a little bit more. It's um, like I said, the first like hour and a half I played it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so the combat system this like this looks like garbage. Things. Why are you oh, playing the, this? Yeah, because it is garbage. That's oh, kinda okay, why. <laughs> okay. I, I went from, like I said, I went from like you know one of the finest uh, examples of tactical RPG, strategy RPG, whatever you want to call it, to you know Fire Emblem. I'm like, well, I, Fire Emblem's very competent, but going from like a, you know a really dark kind of uh, sort of grounded in realism until the very end when you have to no I won't spoil that because it's just been you know just came out again but um to you know just anime is all get out it's like I I, I think I, I I need something in between and now this is just dumb and the comments is this like, not hey, anime you know, is all get out it oh it is but okay it's, at least it's not I don't think it's trying to be too serious I think it's maybe taking the piss out of itself just so a little bit this is bit. more of a stranger in paradise situation yeah, I would say so. Okay. Maybe not as, um, I, I don't know. I mean, that one seemed oblivious to the fact of how ridiculous it was. But <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the hell out of some of that stuff. But um, this, uh, yeah, I was going to say, it, it did not seem very aware of how stupid what it was saying <laughs> sometimes. This, I think everybody's in on the joke like, yeah, this this, this is going to be ridiculous. There's really no point in trying to take this too seriously. So let's have a little fun with the acting. All right. So yeah. Anyway, that's, there you uh, go. A, a ringing yeah. endorsement for Star Ocean: The Divine Force. Yeah, played like really dumb things. More like Star Ocean: The Divine Farce, huh? Huh? Okay. I mean, the brief amount <laughs> I played seems at least more interesting than Integrity and Faithlessness. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> I mean, at least this title isn't as ridiculous either. <sighs> the titles are all bad. Not okay. disagreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, okay. Star Ocean, the second story. Okay. Well, no, I guess as far that as was, sequel names, that is don't, pretty stupid. Don't you <laughs> so poop on second story. It's the only good Star Ocean we got. We, <laughs> we need to remember it. Well, then technically, isn't that the only good Star Ocean? Because haven't we gotten all of them now? Except the I don't know. I never one? played the first one. And I think some people think that one's good too. So I'm not going to say. I'm just okay. making a joke. I don't really know. Someone else is going to be like, I love three. I love four. I love five. And everyone's going to look at the person who says, I love five and be like, what? <laughs> I think that's the one that everyone agrees is really bad, right? Nobody agrees. All right, cool. Nobody no, agrees no. on which one's really bad. Fair enough. That sounds like a fandom. All right. Yep, sure does. <laughs> <laughs> right in. Tell us. What's the worst star ocean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Castisberger says everyone knows five is terrible. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I wasn't wrong. All right. <laughs> I haven't played like any of these other than two. And <laughs> even I know five is supposed to be real bad. <laughs> I like the one where they turn the whole game into a fake MMO. And then after that one, they ignore that. <laughs> oh, it's till the end of time. I think uh, that's my favorite part. Like, that, was, that was the first. Yeah. <laughs> this was actually an MMO the whole time. Oh, you know that thing where we said it was an MMO? We're just going to ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> Just go set every game before then. <laughs> sure, why not? Oh, God. Does it yeah. need to be before? Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't played it, so it doesn't matter. Just a shot in the dark there. <laughs> Probably not inaccurate. Oh. <laughs> Best twist ever. It was an MMO the whole time. No. <laughs> oh. Um, let's see. Still watching my oh, I'm sad. We caught up on our Isekai anime. The, uh, the, not Isekai. That's not an Isekai. Our VR 
MMO anime before I maxed up my defense because I was scared of getting hurt. And now we have to wait and be drip fed the, the dub episodes once every week or two. And so that's where Anna and I are on our little anime watching. Um, I still need to get in some of these other MMO animes that everyone suggested. So I've got plenty of suggestions. Thank you from previous shows. Uh, and I've been playing Embers Adrift. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage, of course. I've been playing that, but we talked about it. I've been playing Embers Adrift, which is an MMO that is not finished, but has been released. Um, this is week three of me playing it, and I'm still playing it. And uh, I'm starting to get to that point where every day I'm like, do I still want to play this? It's no longer like, yeah, I got to get logged in. I got to get my level up another half half a bar, and then I'll get to level nine. So I'm level 11 now, and I'm starting to be like, all right. Now you're just killing meter chickens? So all the enemies in this game are real domestic-y sort of enemies for the most part. I did. We did go into a cave last night and we killed like weird Metroid slimes that don't okay. float. They're just on the ground. Those are pretty cool. It was like the most fantastical creature in this entire MMO so far. <laughs> and so that was nice. Um, but the rest of the time we we're just killing dudes. You, you spend a lot of time killing deer, bears, wolves, and raccoons. The fantastical creatures are a mandrake and these slimes. And that's pretty much it so far. Wait, you so, got to kill trash pandas? Um, yeah, you got to kill ra- uh, oh. raccoons. Yeah. And they seem oh. to be red raccoons too. So it's like, Oh, these are the oh. good ones. Why are we killing those? Yeah. I was sad, but then they, they started smacking me. So I said, well, this has got to happen. Time to die. You're Time obviously rabid. Yep. Yeah. You can't kill me. Um, then they killed me. Um, <laughs> so I had to run back and get my bag. Otherwise you lose all your money. <sighs> trash by trash. Panda. This game is old. This game is new, but it's old school. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, so, okay. So I've been playing this game every day. And I'm trying, and there's like, I'm, I was looking for a game where the skill points matter and everything you do matters. And it's all like very incremental, slow progression, very uh, chill in a way because everything's so slow, you know, you're not progressing super fast. So it's a lot of just like chill, grinding some mobs, no, not a lot of high pressure or anything. Until, of course, you die and you have to do some death runs to get your stuff back. Um, I've, I've gotten into a bad habit of the quests in this, in this game, for the most part, are triggered by you just running near something. So sometimes when I want to get a quest done, um, and the quests don't really ex- reward experience. They give you gear, and gear is real hard to get in this game. Um, and it can be significant power boost to your characters. So while I was trying to get the uh, some some quests done, it was like, go to this area and discover these things. I'm like, oh, I've seen this before in other quests. All I got to do is run around, stay alive long enough that the mobs don't hit me. Um, and if I do die, maybe I have to make a death run in to get my bag and then escape. And I can do that over and over until my bag is close by where I respawn. It'll be fine. So I go to do that. And I'm running around, I'm running around, uh, tick off one part of the quest, tick off the second part of the quest. All right, now I got to do is find the entrance. Where am I going? 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 I go up the, this hill here and there's a group of people killing things. I got a bunch of people behind me and I'm like, oh, I'm going to die and I need to run, run these monsters off and make them run back to where they started. Yeah. So the way this works in this game is when the monsters lose aggro on you because they've, they've, um, been running behind you for so long and you've you've kind of made them lose interest in you 
they don't always just go back to where they started. They'll just attack other people nearby. So I trained and wiped um, an entire group of my guildmates. And they did not like that. <laughs> so it caused some drama and immediate lynch mob formed with two people calling for my immediate kick of the guild. And oh, they were sure geez. I did this on purpose. And I said, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that's how the leashing worked in this game. Um, I apologize. I, now I know I can't, I will not do that again. Uh, I was just running around trying to get this quest done. They're like, no way, that was intentional. You will never be able to discuss, to talk, talk me out of it otherwise. So so that was fun. Um, I, met, I DM'd the guild leader because he's like, all right, everyone involved, just message me and I'll figure out what to do. So I messaged him. He's like, oh yeah, don't worry about it. That's fine. That's how this game works. <laughs> He didn't say that. It's like the implication was like, God, training in this game is so normal that I don't even care. <laughs> um, later, I've later learned um, they have a three strikes list, so he he's probably got my name on a list somewhere. Um, but that's fine. I don't I don't mind if I do this three times. I deserve to be kicked. <laughs> I message him like, by the way, if you need to kick me because it's the be- easiest way to deal with this guy who's calling for my head. Feel free. It's fine. <laughs> Let's, and I didn't say this, but in my head, I'm like, let's be honest, in a week, I'm probably going to be done with this game anyway. <laughs> Who gives a crap? <laughs> or, or he will be. Who knows? <laughs> so it's like, whatever. But yeah, I caused some guild drama because I ran around and uh, and I found out. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's this game. So then we ran around. Uh, so but, And then, of course, multiple people messaging me like, oh... That was uh, really weird how everybody turned on you so quickly because you made one mistake. I kind of am I'm not cool with that. I'm like, eh, it's how these sorts of games work. And it's like, no, it's not cool. It's like, eh, whatever. So I've been not making a big deal out of it. But since then, I've gotten some groups out of it. So it's like, oh, cool. <laughs> now people are being more friendly to me because I killed people. That's weird. <laughs> so it's already something like a cult leader here. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an old school MMO with old school MMO drama and it felt kind of good. It was like, oh yeah, this, <laughs> this is what MMO should be <laughs> drama about all oh, that person ran this guy over here and it was on purpose. We need to punish them. <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> you do, you dude. <laughs> I'm going to go over here and kill this raccoon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm getting bored. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell <laughs> it's it's getting yeah it's starting to drain on me because the, it's very repetitive and it's like as cool as this loop is it's so samey and so I don't know what to do because I still want an MMO like that I want an MMO like these animes I'm playing they don't exist and I don't know what to play and then I found something dangerous this week it's called hardcore World of Warcraft our hardcore classic. It's a mod you download for World of Warcraft Classic um, that helps enforce a um, arbitrary rule set so that you uh, have to find all your gear on your own. Uh, you can't party with other people in the world. You can do dungeons with them, but you can only do them up to a certain level. So you can't like grind through dungeons for extra gear. You can run a dungeon only once. And of course, if you die, you have to delete your character. <laughs> Straight up hardcore. Wow. <laughs> And the the challenge being getting to sixty on your own, and and um, I'm probably not going to do that. But no. I like the <laughs> idea of like a so um. It, I think the concept is called solo self found, 
I don't know what the origin is of that, but it's in Path of Exile as well. It's like all the gear is just the gear you find, so it's more like an old Diablo game rather than MMO with an auction house and stuff. And that that way it makes you appreciate all the stuff you find much more than you otherwise would because the chances of you finding the rare items are very low, so you end up just saving money and buying them. Whereas if you have to find everything yourself, it's very cool when you, you find the rare thing, right? Uh, everything you find can be very cool. Which is a nice thing in Embers Adrift. Like, last night, I was part of some people, and a, a long pole arm dropped. And it's like, that's an upgrade for me. Oh my god! The, the last hour was <laughs> worth it! <laughs> it's like, that's cool! Um, so yeah, I'm still looking for a good mix of all those things. And I think the answer is, they don't exist anymore. And everything's free to play. And nobody wants to make a good game anymore. And I should just stop playing games. That's not it. That's not that escalated. Yeah, I know. I just need, I I don't know where to get those vibes from anymore. So that's why I keep logging into Embers Adrift, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what I've been playing. It's kind of depressing. If you have suggestions on other things I can play that might have the feel I'm looking for, let me know. All right. First off, we have our question of the week last week, which was, what's your favorite video game movie? And Featherhoof wrote in and said, uh, first, in response to your statement about there are no games that spoil the answer to puzzles. This is a statement I no longer remember making. Uh, Featherhoof says, I'd ask you to play the God of War Ragnarok or Horizon. Um, my question of the week response was a knee-jerk response to the frustration I had playing those games recently and having my enjoyment of trying to solve puzzles taken from me constantly. Um I get your points on why this was probably the case, and if there was an option to turn that off, I'd have no issue. Okay, so some games, if you fail at the puzzle a lot, they just do it for you. That sucks. Mm-hmm. That's lame. Yeah, God of War Ragnarok was, I think, somewhat notorious for having that. Like, it's cool if you need that, and you have, but you should be able to turn it off. Yeah, like, it sometimes a, it takes a while to solve the puzzle. Time, it had the timer option, but not an actual turn-off option, which was weird. All right, question of the week. My favorite video game movie, despite all its flaws, is still Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Not only is Final Final Fantasy VII my third or fourth favorite mainline Final Fantasy, but I think it still looks great. The soundtrack's awesome. The action moments are a joy to watch, and Cloud's new fusion buster sword is just so freaking awesome. Its story is still an incoherent mess, but it taught me a valuable (laughs) lesson. Final Fantasy characters save the world with really cool powers and skills, not their ability to stand in straight lines and wait their turn. I don't know what that's about, but all right. Uh, All right. So since nobody else wrote in with an answer, we are going to have a special guest give us an answer for what's your favorite video game music movie this week. Oh, Oh, maybe we won't. Let's see. That's all right. I've asked chat gpt what's your favorite video game movie and it says as an ai language model i don't have personal preferences or opinions however i can provide information about some popular games movies based on their critical acclaim and commercial success and you can validate whether these are valid claims all right so some of the most popular video game movies include number one detective pikachu that 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 tracks right Yeah, yeah yeah i like that one a lot actually number two sonic the hedgehog as long as we're talking about the more recent movies, 2020, the, uh, yeah, the 2021. The 90s, sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then we're good. Number three, Mortal Kombat 2021. Eh, nah, I didn't really like that one that much. All right. Other notable video game. Say what? I don't remember that being a Mortal Kombat movie in 2021. Did I miss that? 
probably it basically had like some insert character um, being introduced into the rest of the Mortal Kombat world. I, I don't know what the hell the point of it was. It was not great. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it was a thing. It was a reboot. And um, yeah, Cole Young, I guess, would be the insert character. There you go. And then, yeah, yeah. memorable name like Cole Young. Um, let's see. The latest adaptation of the popular video game franchise. This movie received mixed reviews, but was praised for its action and faithful representation of the game's characters and mythology. I don't know. If you don't have Christopher Lambert as Raiden, does it really count? Oh, wait, no, I do remember that existing because I saw some weird CG format that was. Well, that's the whole movie is weird CG, oh, basically. Oh, so. oh yes. <laughs> I saw I saw a small selection of where's CG from that. Oh, the, the poster is Scorpion and Sub Zero. So, yeah, whatever. I should probably it's watch that. It's coming back to me now. It seems fun enough. All right, uh, thank you. Oh, right. Other notable video game movies include the Resident Evil series, Warcraft, and the Tomb Raider series, among others. I don't know about the Warcraft movie being good. Oh, it's expensive. There's a, new, there's a new CG Resident Evil movie coming soon as well. Oh boy. Thanks, Chat GPT, for your answer to a question. You know what? Ask the, ask it what its least favorite one is. Oh, That's always, what? I, I think it's the more is interesting your question. least favorite video game movie. As an AI language model, I don't have personal preferences or emotions, and I do not have the ability to experience dislikes or have a least favorite video game movie. However, based on critical reception, blah 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 blah. blah, blah number number one, Super Mario Brothers, nineteen ninety three. Oh, that if, if, if that's their oh, least <laughs> number two, Street Fighter 1994 with Raul Julia. Again, I know, I know. Number three, this is a good one. Assassin's Creed 2016. Where's Postal? Where, where's all the Uva Bowl movies? I actually, Anna and I liked, kind of half liked Assassin's Creed. Like this could have been a good movie. This was close to being a good movie. Yeah, it was so close to being average. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other video game movies that have received negative reviews include Alone in the Dark, House of the Dead, and Max Payne. Yeah, I don't yeah, think Max Payne was pretty stupid. I don't think ChatGPT is really grasping the the full depth of depravity of video game movies that exist out there. But all right, fair enough. Uh, what's our question of the week this week? Do we have one? What question of the week should we have this week? <laughs> Is it going to have a suggestion? Here's a question of the week. What is one small positive change you've made in your life that has had a big impact? Like, no, that's not what, that's not the style of question we want. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. All right. So how do we apply that RPGs? What's one small feature in RPGs that makes a big difference to you? There you go. We've tried to adapt that question. We'll see how it goes. All right. News time. All righty. What do we got up first? We have Fairy Fencer F, where Frame Chord has got some gameplay and some music info. Um, yeah. So this is one of those stories where you can go and see a bunch of details about the game if you're interested in Fairy Fencer F, Refrain F, which is a remake. Well, it's not a remake. I think it's actually it's actually a sequel, but it's they've changed it to a tactical RPG. What? The Sting is involved. Oh, right. What? Okay. 
now I'm more interested though. Cause last, yeah. cause that, mm, that idea yeah, factory battle system in the first one was not, not my jam. Is that just a generalization of idea factory? They, they have a pattern. <laughs> well, Fairfax Fair, 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 Fair was one of the their best, their better ones in terms of not making things excessively complicated. The is that damning with faint praise? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. If you're interested in the game, go check it out there. Um, what's the music info we have for this? Oh, they, so they've got so basically characters called muses who sing on the battlefields and those create effects but oh, okay. all so, of the all of the um singers are basically popular japanese cool singers. so if you're in a j-pop you might recognize some of the names or yes, voices I do. so cool a few, i'm surprised to see fuga melodies of steel 2 has got a trailer and some setting details this is uh the the dog and cats game um that where you the first one you put babies into cannons um in this one i guess you don't but, no, you still do, but oh, I think okay. there's, there's an option that's less deadly. Cool. I think. So look at the, uh, this is one of those games where we have really cute protagonists in kind of contrasted with a grimdark situation. <laughs> so, <Yep. laughs> yay, Tail Concerto Universe. Because why not? All right, so if you want more info on that, you can go watch the trailer, and uh, it's coming out May 11th. I wonder how many kids say Fugga. Fugga? Instead of Fuga. Fuga, yeah. Like, I want that Fugga game. Uh, continuing the trend of uh, enabling you to mispronounce things, Ease 8 Lacrimosa of Donna is getting a novelization. So you'll be able to just uh, read it and then come up with your own pronunciations for any weird things in it. Which is <laughs> just about everything in that game. Here's the synopsis for the novelization. Oh, God. <laughs> when Adol Kristen boards the passenger liner Lombardia for an easy voyage across the Gate Sea, he has no idea this journey will land him shipwrecked on the mysterious... How does he not know? It happens to him one. every time! Yeah. How can he not know he's going to be shipwrecked? I think that's even the joke in, um, like, the opening joke in E7 that's like, hey, we landed just fine, and then he ends up shipwrecked well, later. T- to be fair, he doesn't know he'll be shipwrecked on that particular island. There you go. Yeah, he doesn't know which island he's going to get shipwrecked on. He just knows he's going to get shipwrecked. There's an island! You see that island? You can be shipwrecked there! That's his thing! Alright. On this island, home of an ancient curse that has plagued these waters for millennia, nor can he possibly imagine that this act of fate will throw him into a battle against primordial powers set out to destroy the entire human race, joined by Donna... um, Dana, Donna, a powerful young woman from another era, as well as by a handful of Lombardia survivors. Adol must save his species from extinction or perish along with everyone he knows. But even if he wins, there's no guarantee he can ever attain the ultimate prize, a future with Donna. I'm going to guess not, since he's kind of a wandering hero sort of thing who mm-hmm. can do nothing but crash into islands. So, you know. Yeah, just what everybody comes to Ease for—the uh, riveting story, not the uh, great combat and kick-ass soundtrack. Whatever Ease Nine is, I'm sure he crashes on some other island and loses his memory. So even if he did have a future with Donna, he would have forgotten about it. <sighs> Sorry, why does it make me so mad? I don't even play those games. <laughs> why do I care? <laughs> okay, yeah. See, there you go. All right. Number or next story rather is the Mage Seeker: A League of Legends story. 
Uh, that's been announced with a trailer. It's a pixel art action RPG spinoff to the League of Legends franchi- uh, franchise, and it's being de- created by Moonlighter developer Digital Sun. Um, several people on staff like the game Moonlighter. Um, this trailer does have gameplay footage, but you have to view it through really weird shards that are floating in the air instead of just being clearly shown what the game looks like. So thanks a lot, guys. <sighs> Can somebody tell me if I should play Ruined King? Is that good? I've heard good things about it. Yeah. I've not played it myself. All right. Mage Seeker is set in the powerful kingdom of Demarcia in the world of Runeterra. The kingdom means to prevent the use of what it determines to be forbidden magic. Okay. League of Legends plot. So you can go check that out. Uh, continuing with lots and lots of um, League of Legends universe ex- expansion. Um, and uh yeah there we go every time i see um you know title <clears throat> title of the whatever thing and then uh you know s- series and then story at the end of it i just think oh god n- another video game movie oh god <laughs> just always makes me think like oh god oh god no 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 i gotta shrivel up a little inside it's like eh, no please when i saw it was action rpg spinoff i was like oh thank god okay <laughs> okay um oh my gosh so many things going on here all right next up is cthulhu mythos adv lunatic whispers we've got an english update available now um it's the english uh english and they've also released a chinese localization update on pc it's available on steam for 10 bucks 10 percent discount available till february um was it just in japanese before over here how did this work yeah it was only in japanese but you could buy it here. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. It uh, had that usual sort of warning that it's only available in Japanese on the steam page that a bunch of games have. Huh. Well, it is a mix of adventure, visual novel and tabletop RPG mechanics. And, uh, yeah, this seems like this is the one Anna should be playing for sussy Sunday. I hope she does. Cthulhu mythos, ADV. It's out now. Sega and Yoko Taro announced 404 game reset because sure that's a title it's a mobile RPG it's in development for iOS and Android gonna release in Japan in 2023 it's in a world set where Sega has taken over players fight back against Sega with the game featuring females characters based on Sega properties oh good god <laughs> characters shown so far represent Outrun Afterburner Virtual Fighter and Virtual Cop Sega has taken over. What does that even mean? Really living in a fantasy world here. I don't even understand. So the the an the anime Sega girls are on your side or on Sega's side? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, weirdo trailer <laughs> much, from the way it looks. Detail. I have no idea what's going on. All right, uh, pretty normal for Yoko Taro. Is this joint. a gotcha game? It's got to be a gotcha game, right? Probably. Yeah. I think it's a free to play one, so yeah. Yeah, this is a gotcha game. Yeah. Oh, I got the I got the female Sonic the Hedgehog. Yay. All right. I can't wait for the fan art. Speaking of free to play games, Square Enix has announced the mobile title Echo of Echoes of Mana will be ending service on May 15th. In-game Spirit Crystal sales have ended. Um you can keep spending them until the service ends. Isn't that great? <laughs> 
<laughs> they sent out a note saying the uh, listing their dates. So yet another mobile game that you spend too much money on being shut down. Hooray. Ugh. All right. Honkai Star Rail. Honkai Star Rail. Honkai Star Rail. <laughs> you can pre-register for it now. It's a game on PC, iOS, and Android. It'll be released free to play. Yay. Yay. It's a turn-based RPG. Is this also a gotcha? If so, who cares? Yeah, kind of. It's the Hoyoverse style, so probably. So, like what? Genshin Impact, etc. What is... Oh. Okay. Hoyoverse style? What does that mean? Well, they've got their popular games like like Genshin Impact like there's like Honkai Third Impacts they've all got those So is this in the same universe as that or is it just I think it's in the same universe as I think Honkai Third Impacts which is different than Genshin Impact Yeah Oh goodness why is, this is too much work to keep track of all these things Yeah And all right, in the think, in the trailer we see like this fish girl killing lots of things so Yeah that's one that's one of the characters Mhm it does look very Genshin Impact in this trailer reveal. So mm-hmm. it's like, don't you want her? Spend lots of money. You can get her. Oh, you only got her in four star. Do more spending of money and you can get her in five star. Yay. Oh, you got her in five star? Cool. Here's a new character who's even better. Don't you want her? <laughs> oh, these games are so predatory. I hate them. All right. A lot of people love the Genshin, though. As long as you're having fun, I guess. Stray Blade is launching in April. So we've now ended our news, and now we're into releases, some new release dates. We got Stray Blade from Point Blank Games and Publisher 505 Games. It's coming out in April on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X and S. It is an action RPG. Yes. Is it Souls-like, or just... We don't know. Kind of, I think. It's kind of Souls-like. All right. Looks cool. Check it out. Um, they got a little short clip of the gameplay. Uh, I like the art style. So check that out. You'll be able to get it in April. April 20th. Romancelvania. That's right. Forget Metroidvanias. <laughs> you want Romancelvanias from Which Deep End Games in most- 20... 20- I was just going to say, oddly, not the oddest title we've read today. <laughs> from Deep End Games in 2124 Publishing, you get Romancelvania on March 7th for pc ps5 and series x and s and later on you'll get a switch version but not at launch and we've got uh you are the playboy vampire drac who's roped by the grim reaper into participating in a reality dating show so there you go you get to date monsters from across transylvania and i don't know what's happening but it does look like there's some 2d combat um (laughs) Like the the cutscenes look really interesting, but then they keep going back to the combat, which looks terrible. So I don't know how this is going to work out. So go check into it. Um, maybe it'll be great. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, I, it's hard to judge from like three seconds of side-scrolling combat if the combat's fulfilling or not. Right. So we'll see. Uh, it does look like you you go between like the dating cutscenes and stuff, and then the. Uh, uh, exploration metroidvania stuff so march 7th for that stolen realm gets announced for a quarter two 2023 release window that's from developer burst to flame this is a turn-based rpg um and it's got kind of very polygonal isometric look to it um lots of hexagons 
and uh yeah i don't know what's going on there it'll be out on like everything um it's been on early access on steam since october so uh if you've been following it now you know there's a release window finally and uh yeah check that out kind of a tactically tactically turn-based thing going on so all right with that it's time to tell you what's coming out this week all right folks first off atomic heart which i didn't even realize was an rpg i thought it was a first person shooter um that'll be coming up for windows ps4 5 xbox one and x um probably a bigger deal to our fan base our, our fan base our readers is like a dragon ishin this is the yakuza game set in ancient japan i guess it's the second one right alex because we didn't um, get the first one is that how that works I can't remember. it's a remake of one of them Okay. That's what I thought I saw too. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, it's remake. updated. They, whatever it is, somebody yeah. said like the skeleton of it or whatever yeah, was still a little rusty. Yeah. I don't know what's going on it's, here because the, the trailer in, looks like it's Yakuza century. going back in time. So I thought I don't know what's happening anymore. So there's a demo you can download now, um, and you can do that, and you can have very intense rock paper scissors matches. It looks like so it's a combat demo, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the second one. It's the second one. Okay. So the uh, game will be out on February 23rd, but the demo is out now. Ooh. All right. Yeah. I think Wait. if you get um the demo's on, the... I heard that it's out on the 21st for the game, but all right, whatever. Well, if you pre-order one of the editions, you can have free access now, I think. Oh, all right. Yeah, they're doing that weird Sega thing that they like doing now. With pay to win except it's not a multiplayer well, game yeah. so pay to, pay to play early pay to pay to be a pay to be an influencer all right also we've got redemption reapers coming out on february 22nd which is a has a new trailer up if you're interested in the game that is uh the a tactical rpg i don't know as much about this one but go check out the the trailer if you're interested in it um looking very serious fantasy going on here um, and then we have Tyrant's Blessing, which is a game I was able to find very little information about um, out until the 23rd. Um, oh, right. Redemption Reapers be out from Windows, Switch, and PS4. Tyrant's Blessing, I don't know, I don't know what it's out on. And then... Uh, it's coming out on Switch. It launched on PC last year. Oh, okay. So it's a, okay. It's a follow-up release. Yeah. It's that a is a... roguelike, I think. Oh, yeah, look at that. And it's a cute, pixely sort of thing. So... That's good. And uh, Digimon World Next Order for Windows and Switch. Um, hotly anticipated Digimon World? Haven't we been waiting for this one for a while or no? It's a port of the game, I think, uh, released on PS3. It was already on PlayStation, wasn't it? Okay. Something. Probably PS4, wasn't it? All right. Well, this isn't the visual novel, is it? Uh, PS4. Yeah. Yeah, PS4. It came out in Vita in Japan. No, it's not a visual novel. It's. I think, yeah, the Digimon World games are sort of more the exploration and raising Digimon stuff. All right, good. But here's the game everyone cares about this week, everybody. It's Octopath Traveler 2 hitting Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and 5 coming out on February 24th. That's the game. Unless you're not into that Octopath stuff, then give Tyrant's Blessing a look. It looks like it might be kind of hitting that niche as well. Um, as far as being a pixely title. 
Um, that's what we got there. Then we have one release, folks. That's not an RPG. It's called the PlayStation VR 2. Who's excited for PlayStation VR 2? Subdued Airhorn? (laughs) Some people. (laughs) I tried to find if... I was looking through the list to see if there are any RPGs, but I didn't know any of the titles. It depends what the Horizon game is, so I'm still not entirely sure. Okay. Yeah, Horizon Core of the Mountain is a spin-off to the Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West. So maybe that'll be your RPG, maybe not so much. But uh, that said, I know uh, press outlets have already been allowed to start showing footage from people playing it. Um, So if you're looking to get a PSVR 2, now's your time to start looking at the various outlets of videos and see what people are doing. And if it's an upgrade and all that sort of stuff. So reviews should be hitting soon, if not already. Okay. Uh, things we didn't cover last week that came out last week, Arcadia Fallen for PS4 and 5. It was previously released on other consoles. Uh, Boyfriend Dungeon on PS5. It was previously released on other consoles. Elder Rand on PC and Switch. Heir of the King, Heirs of the Kings, excuse me. Nadir, a grim, go ahead. Kemco, that, Heirs of the Kings. (laughs) Kemco alert. Nadir, a grimdark deck builder for PC and Nintendo Switch. And Perseus Titan Slayer on the PC. Um, yeah, lots of game releases. Uh, lots of little ones. So, um, if you, like me, are having trouble finding a game that satisfies your interest, maybe spend some time. Um, maybe I'll be doing that this weekend. I got a long weekend this weekend. Spend some time going through these smaller recent titles to see if any of those are catching my eye. Okay. So, I would also like to plug two editorials that we have on the site. First off is an up to, uh, a new adventure corner called Vengeful Heart, which um, that's where Sam plays a game called Vengeful Heart. So it's an adventure game, not an RPG, but we like to you know showcase adventure games sometimes too. And then we have another one called Tales of Symphonia as a JRPG Gateway. So this is uh, an editorial by you, Alex. Oh, yeah, I wrote a thing. You wrote a thing. So uh, this is a gateway JRPG, huh? Well, it was probably my gateway JRPG, so... Fair enough. I've I played some stuff before, but this was one that actually got me properly it's into why JRPGs. you're here. Sort of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> all right. Through, through some meandering there. Yeah. Um, all right, so you've heard what's coming out this week. I need to know from y'all, what are you going to play this week? Alex. Uh, so hopefully finish Fire Emblem Engage this weekend. And then put a bunch of time into Fear Riven. But not Octopath, huh? No, I might dive into that NIS dungeon crawler at some point. Labyrinth of play at some Galleria? Point. Yes. Okay. What about you, um, Jason? I'm going to be going right back to uh, Star Ocean, the Divine Force, because, um, yeah, I, I want something kind of silly and stupid. Star Ocean, the Divine Force. Not tempted at all by the new games. All right. <laughs> I will um, not. Oh, time's go ahead. Limited, so. <laughs> hmm? I said time's limited. So time's limited. Like, hey, all right. All right. This, I might as well keep going. You're it. already into the thing. Why Why change it? All right. Right. I should consider all these games, um, and then I will probably not play any of them. 
Um, <laughs> and feel bad because like it seems like there's some good things in here. Uh, some mm-hmm. of these indies look decent. Uh, the big releases, of course, Octopath's going to be a big deal. Um, Anna Marie is playing a review game right now. I don't know if we can say what it is. So I don't know like, if she's huh. No, you cannot. No. Okay. So I don't think she'll be getting into Octopath. Um, so that's uh, so I don't know if I'll have any f- insight into how Octopath is by next week. Uh, so if you jump into Octopath, let us know how it is, um, because obviously it's a big deal, and I would like I to say have... Matt's, Matt's been playing it. Beautiful. I'd like to hear some more about it for next week. So there, there's your alternative question of the week. If you don't want to talk about one small feature in RPGs that make a big difference to you, tell us about Octopath. All right. And uh, if you want to send in that letter about uh, your question of the week, go to the website, rpgamer.com. Click on podcast, RPG cast, find the show thread, post it right there. Um, until then, we have plenty of RPG content to keep you tied it over for the week. Um, we have a Twitch channel that's very active, twitch.tv slash RPGamer. We've got people streaming all the time. Um, I don't know who's up next today. Uh, probably Phil tonight. Um, and then, uh, yeah, stay tuned for all the RPG stuff as they keep coming out. And uh, we start getting all these spring releases. Um, kind of excited. Okay. Cool. So everyone have a good week. Enjoy Octopath. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>